WFAN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Football Friday, the 16th day of November, week 11 in the National Football League, which began last night. Always a big weekend because now is when the league goes into overdrive. As you hit Thanksgiving, it's football, 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 right through the, really through Championship Sunday, when then you get ready for two weeks of nonsense to get to one game. But this is when football just turns up Thursday. Everybody is involved from morning until night. It's that way all weekend, sprinkling a little Tiger Phil. Uh, So next week, of course, the short week. Football Fridays on Wednesday. We all have that, so it's a we're heading towards the Thanksgiving holiday. And as we said, the NFL turns it up a notch in this week number eleven. Uh, and hey, it's the way it goes. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll have picks later on. Tony Dungy's join us later on. Um, I got to begin with last night. Now I don't tell you too many of these stories too many too often, folks, because you know what. I only tell you when they're good ones or when they're really, you know, I don't fill you with a lot of nonsense. But last night was one that's going to go down in the books forever because it was probably one of the strangest nights I have ever spent in New York City. Now, I I will get to at the end of it. After I get to the personal stuff, I will get to the city and what went on in the city last night because I still haven't figured out and we got to get to the bottom of what went on here last night. Because how that little bit of snow ground this entire metropolis or tri-state area to a halt is just beyond me. I mean, and we are talking about literally to a halt last night. I had... Um, the Hall of Fame dinner last night, the National Radio Hall of Fame dinner was in New York last night. They planned a big event at a really nice place called Gustafino's, which I had never, uh, you know, a catering hall, which I had never been to before, but it was a beautiful place on 59th and 1st. They had sold more tickets than they had ever sold ever. They were looking forward to it. The guy who ran the Craig Kitchen was so excited. He brought the event to New York for the first time ever. It was going to be 10 inductees. I was one of them. Jim Nance was coming in from uh, the Pittsburgh-Jacksonville game to induct me. He thought he was going to be in Washington doing the Houston-Washington game. Instead, they sent him to uh, – shows you how much they don't want to do Houston. So they instead of two first-place teams, they sent him to do Pittsburgh at Jacksonville, even though Jacksonville's lost five games in a row. But that's where they are. So that's where Nance and Romo will be this week. So obviously a lot of planning went into it. You know, there was a video done. Danny Fora, who did the documentary for ESPN, the 30 for 30 uh, on Michael and the Mad Dog, did a documentary, did a two-minute – Video, you had to have a presenter. I had Nance. Other presenters last night were Rush Limbaugh, Cousin Brucie, uh, Alan Alder. I mean, this was a lot of, it was a star-studded affair. A lot of great people getting in, you know. So, obviously, I look outside yesterday in the city around 3 o'clock. All right, it starts to snow. I'm figuring, all right, so it's going to snow for an hour. It's November. It's going to snow for a little while, and then it's going to turn into rain, and we're just going to move on. So I'm thinking nothing of it. My family's coming in at 5 o'clock from the island. Send the car for them. 
Got a car picking us up. I'm taking all the guys from work with me. I'm taking Mink. I'm taking uh, Monzo. I'm taking McGonagall. I'm taking Tyler. I got everybody with me. All going to pile in the car, go to the dinner, have a nice night. All right, so I look outside, 5.30, quarter six, still snowing. Figure, all right, so what? It's a little more snow than we thought. It's a little bit of snow on the ground. So it's an you know, appreciable amount, but nothing crazy. Right before 6 o'clock, remember, Ira calls and says, hey, it's bad out here. That was the beginning of the end. When Ira called yesterday and said it is bad out here, whatever time Ira's phone call was, I think it was right around 6. Those were the words that rang in my head for hours. Bad was not the word. We piled into the car. Now, remember, Julio is on assignment with the police department, so he's not working for me right now. So I have my pinch hit driver who's been with me. So we got pile into the Cadillac Escalade. We get Mick finally in the, you know, propped up in the front seat. You know, Mick's hard to get Mick traveling. You know, it's not easy. It's not, to get Mink to travel, it's not, not easy. Get him dressed and traveling, not, not easy. And it gets tough for a little while, I'll show you. But throw the young guys in the back. Mink's in the front. I'm sitting in the second row. He's in the front row with the driver. And we begin. We're leaving Soho. We're heading. Now, Nance texts me and says, I can't get a car. I can't get a car anywhere. So I'm thinking, all right, listen, we'll pick you up. So I text him, we'll pick you up. So I tell the driver, we're going to pick Nance up in Midtown. Okay, great. Now we start to move, except we don't move. We're going nowhere. We can't get to the corner. We are trudging along from Soho to Midtown. We get to Nance and pick him up on the street on Madison in Midtown. He piles into the car. We are now on, we are now on 48th and Madison trying to get to 59th and 1st. We go down 48th Street and we stop. And I don't mean we stop. I mean we stop for an hour and a half. We now have gotten in the car at 6. We put a replay on. We got in the car at 6. Maybe 6.05 be fair. Or at 6.05. So I got... All these guys in the car, I got, you know, McGonagall, who's, you know, built like, you know, a, a nose tackle. He's in the back there with Tyler, who's thin, and Monzo, who's regular. You know, they're in the back. I'm sitting there. We got Nance in the car now. We got Minko in the car now. We keep asking if Mink's all right. We don't hear anything. So we think he's, you know, might have passed away in the front seat. But, you know, we have Mink, you're there? Huh? Mink? No, huh? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I don't know what Mink's doing. I figure he's just, I don't know, I don't know what he's doing up there. So we're on 48th, and I mean, we are, we are not, people are honking horns, people are sliding off the street, uh, falling down in the street, the slush, we don't move. So 7 o'clock, 7.30, texting my wife, where are you? We haven't gotten into the tunnel yet. Tunnel's closed. I hear from someone else, can't get there, 59th Street, bridge is closed. Hear from Susan. Waldman, who's coming, I'm on a sprained parkway. They closed the sprained parkway. I'm like, what is, what is going on here? This is the blizzard. Is this the blizzard of, uh, of, of 2018? What, what are we doing here? I see a couple of rotten inches. I see a couple of rotten inches of slushy snow, and the whole world is stopped. Then I hear Penn Station's closed. 
My brother, I can't get a train. They canceled my train. Dr. O'Brien, I'm stuck on the bridge. I'm going to run out of gas. My wife, we haven't moved in an hour. Um, then we hear, okay, turn the news on. I turn on, and I'm not going to beat up either of the stations because we own both of them. <laughs> so I'm not going to kill them. They did give us one bit of news. Midtown Tunnel is now closed because of a bus. Great. So now the 59th is closed. The sprain is closed. The GW is closed. There's a tree down on Park Avenue in uh, 42nd. You can't get down 48th. We're there for two hours. So this is, uh, so now for some, somehow a couple of people, Usler, amazingly, Julio, who I invited to, and it's there, of course, you know, 10 to 6. I don't know how we got there. Of course, Julio. He's got there 10 to 6. Barry Watkins is there. Oh, I'm here. There's about 100 people here. Don't worry. They're not starting yet. All right. Tell us when they're starting. All right. 8 o'clock, they're taking everybody in, but it doesn't look like there's more than like 200 people here. Okay. Hey, all of a sudden, it's filling up fast. I said, how is it filling up? We can't move. We haven't moved for an hour and a half. We're still on 48th Street. How are they getting there? So Nan says to me, let's walk. I said, I'm in a tuxedo. It's raining out. We're like 12, three blocks that way, 10 blocks that way. You want to walk? I get drenched. He says, we're not going to get there otherwise. I said, not yet. Now they tell me about, we're still, nine, it's 9 o'clock. We're still in the car. They put the first guy up there, give him an award. So we get to 52nd, 53rd Street at about right around 9 o'clock. Around 9 o'clock. Now, we've been in the car since 6. My wife's been in the car since 5. Her ride took five and a half hours when it's completed. Dr. O'Brien was on the 59th Street Bridge six hours. You know, Doc, you hear me with the injuries on Sunday. Of course, my good friend, Dr. Steve O'Brien. He's on the... 59th, six hours. Susan has to turn around. They close the sprain. So she's on the sprain five hours and has to turn around. Other people I hear from her on the West Side Highway, it's closed. So the whole world stopped last night. I mean, and Oz wasn't the only event last night. There were other events in town that we knew people were going to. So finally, we get to 53rd Street, and we decide we're going to walk. So I actually had a pair of sneakers in the car. So I'm figuring, if I'm out there walking on ice with my patent leather shoes, which I wear about twice a year with my tuxedo, I want to fall on my head. So I put my sneakers on. The driver gives me a bag for my shoes. The other guys, they're wearing their, their shoes. A couple of guys are in suits. I think I'm the only one in a tuxedo. I think everybody else is in there. You know, their Sunday best. They're in a suit. Nance, of course, has his regular GQ look with his outfits. You know, he always looks the same. He's got his suit. Let's go. Trudging 53rd Street and 1st, 54th Street and 1st. It is ankle deep in ice cold sludge, sleet, water, raining. 55th, 56th. Come to the intersection of 57th. Gridlock. Is there anybody directing traffic? No. It's up to your knees now. Finally, I get to, we get to the place. 
Now, Mink got a little behind us, so we had to let uh, Tyler and Chris go back and kind of see if they could drag Mink the last couple of blocks. Because Nance, you know, he's walking like three blocks ahead of everybody else. Then I'm coming up with Monzo, and, and then we sent Tyler back with Chris to try to see if they could drag Mink along and finally get him there. Because Mink was like, yeah, he's ready to pass out. So finally, we walk into place drenched, wet to our knees, take off my sneakers, put my patent leather shoes on with no socks, <laughs> my feet are drenched, my pants are drenched, and go in and sit down. And they're on number two. They're on inductee number two. Scott Shannon's doing the event. They held the event up. We're supposed to start at six, dinner at seven, cocktails at six. They got 10 people to get through, plus videos, plus uh, presenters. They started like 8.30. My kids and Roe and the kids get there at 10.30. They left the house at 5. 10.30. The tops was six hours. And I cannot believe everybody actually gets there. Amazing. And I think, you know... I had the, now, it's a New York event. I needed a lot of tickets, family, companies, CAA, and Mike Levine bought a table for all our guys, you know, uh, Brett and Steiny and Kim and all the people who work on the Mics on app. Tyler, of course, who does the same, he's there. You got uh, Usler and Minko. You got, uh, you know, Monzo and, uh, and uh, McGonagall. You have... Intercom buys the table, and they have all the salespeople there, which is very nice of them to do that. I get a note from David Field that he's stuck. He can't get there. He was going to come. He didn't show up. He got stuck coming from Philadelphia, which I can understand. So we have, I mean, every, everyone actually shows up, which is amazing. Except they probably didn't realize that after the trudgery of getting there, the event was going to go a little long. Now, Scott Shannon with the MC, he tried. They had a girl there frantically trying to wave every speaker. They told you, listen, present a three-minute, two-minute video, five-minute speech, get out. we got to move it. First guy's up there. No offense, never heard of him. He talked for an, a, a half hour. The next person, 25 minutes. We are so far behind now. I hit, I hit, I was number eight of nine inductees. I hit the stage at midnight. No, at midnight. I thought I was going to open Shannon's show this morning, you know, by the time we got out of there. I got home at 2 a.m. We got out of there like 12.45. They did a great job with the event. I mean, it was, the, it, was a, it, was, it was like a tornado hit the thing. I'd say about 400 of the 600 people showed up. About 200 didn't. The only presenter who didn't show up was Rush Limbaugh. Couldn't get his plane in. All the other presenters showed up. The fabulous sports babe, I think she was ill, so she wasn't going to show up anyway. Uh, was the only inductee not to show up. So congratulations to her. And uh, she's been sick, so we send her our best. We've known her babe a long time. This was the most. Here you're going to a black tie event. It's going to be a long night to begin with. It starts two and a half hours late. And... Everyone who got there spent an hour, two, three, four, walking through, you know, knee-deep sludge to get there and, and ice and sleet. And what happened yesterday? 
I mean, I mean, I, I give the people who were there for me unbelievable credit. I can't. They're still there at twelve thirty. I have my golf guys, Kuzmowski, Pacone, Malone, my three guys I play with every week. You know, that's the law firm, Kuzmowski, Pacone, and Malone, and my three guys I play golf with every week. They're all there with their wives. You got, I mean, everybody, you know, from the family, you know, Mrs. O's there. And Mrs. O, what a trooper. She's in the car five and a half hours with my wife and the kids. You know, part of the family, Rose's sister-in-law is there. You know, sister there, my sister-in-law. Billy Kerwick, Kevin Kerwick, all them. The Kerwicks are there. You know, Alex just got married to Kevin. They're there. I mean, they're all there. Troopers putting through all, staying until one o'clock in the morning. I give everybody credit. Amazing. Everybody stayed. I didn't get up there to talk till after midnight. By the time cousin Brucey was after me, and he was still he was still bouncing around pretty good. He looked good. He had the last inductee, which was Kid Kelly, and cousin Brucey hit the stage about twelve twenty. So give him credit. Alan Alda made it through the night. I mean, so give him credit. They did a great job. So uh, thanks first to the Hall of Fame for putting the whole thing together, and for Craig Kitchen and everything and. I give him credit for just hanging in there because this was as bad as it gets. Now, so we thank everybody for coming. Levine and uh, all the CAA people, my partners with the Mics on app. Brett, big day for him. He became a sports agent yesterday, Brett Liebman, so congratulations to him. He's going to be a terrific sports agent. Now he's a full-time guy, you know. It's like he got in the mob yesterday. Now he's a full-time agent. He's one of the guys now. That's it. He's in the family. Just like, you know, it's like the same kind of initiation as you see like in one of those movies. So he's in. Vino Levine was there. Barry Watkins, Sam. I mean, everybody. It was ama- it was amazing. Everybody hung out. My poor kids. Harrison's basically on my lap sleeping. You know, at like eleven. You know, he's had it. You know, so you know, Jack and Emily hung in there. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. We. It, it was the strangest night I can ever remember. People from every direction. I can't get there. I can't get there. I can't get there. I did the. You know, Susan wanted to show up. She bought a dress. She couldn't even get it. You know, she can't even get out of the get out of the car. Spent six hours in the car. My brother couldn't get his train. He went back home, got home about 10 o'clock. Never even got, uh, even got close. So I give everybody credit for showing up. Thank you. I mean, it was amazing. I had like 50-something people there just from, for us. Maybe more if you count the CA intercom. Probably like 70 people, I guess. I think I had 46 just from immediate friends and family. So... Um, we thank the Hall of Fame people for that, uh, and I thank the fans for that because you're the guys that are the reason why I got in the Hall of Fame, so thank you for that. Now, to the city. What, I mean, i like Mons to find the mayor for me right now because he's asked to come on the show a couple times. Today, I'd love to chat with him. What went on in this city yesterday? Can someone explain to me how they, and I think they're lying when they said six inches because I didn't see anything that looked like six inches of snow. You want to give me that? It was a couple inches of ice, and maybe... They're supposed to go out there and salt and sand first, and they tried to skirt it because it's November 15th, and they figured, what the heck, it'll melt in an hour, which we all thought it would, and it didn't, so it got real icy, and we got some accidents, and that's how we wound up in that predicament. But what happened? I mean, we ground, we had four, we had people in Chicago there last night saying, you people are clowns. This is like going to the beach, this kind of snowstorm. How does it stop this city? I said, guy today says to me, oh, I'm from Syracuse. 
We wouldn't even look at that kind of snow, alone less have it. We, I'd get there 10 minutes early with that kind of snowstorm. What am I going to tell you? I don't know what happened. I'd love to hear what happened. You couldn't get down a city block if your life depended on it last night. People were getting out of cars on the highways. You would have thought it was a four-foot snow storm yesterday. I have no idea. So I'm sure all of you last night were somewhere in the same predicament. But if you, if you were, I hope it didn't take you four hours to get from the office to 59th Street for a dinner. Or, as some of our traveling party, five and a half hours, six hours, and some didn't even make it. They had to go back home. I have no idea what went on. But I have never, ever seen anything like it. I mean, I can't remember. Maybe some of you can. I can never remember what was a modest amount of snow on a day where the temperature wasn't zero. How did it paralyze the town the way it did yesterday? I mean, what the heck went on? I have no idea, but it made for one of the strangest, strangest nights ever. Really. And as you can tell, because Salo's here, we lost Mink. I don't know where he is. I mean, I don't know if he got home yet. Now I'm worried about him. Did we see Leak Leak leave last night? He's called in here today. We did? We found him? He survived. All right, good. I'm worried now because I didn't hear Mink's voice today at three. I was like, wait a second. Maybe we really did lose Mink. I don't. I was trying to remember if I actually saw him turn into the building, into the catering hall on 59th or not. Because I remember him trudging behind and you guys having to kind of pull him. I think Tyler and uh, McGonagall pulled him the last two or three blocks to get him to go. But they got him there. He didn't look good when he got there, but he got him there. But I, I guess it was too much. He couldn't work today, I'm sure. There's too much to ask. He might be out of a couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. Fun. But we do thank everybody for showing up. Uh, they did an amazing job of turning what was the strangest night I can remember in a long time into uh, a very interesting evening. A long one, but an interesting one. All right, Football Friday, back after this.